0: Hello listeners, thanks for tuning in for another preview of Saturday's Racing. Now, I have to apologise, last week I reckon I said we had the last Group 1 of the year in the Winterbottom Stakes at Ascot, but thankfully I was wrong, because instead we have the real final Group 1 of the year in the Kingston Classic at uh, Ascot this week. So, it's the race year that keeps on giving, so thank thank God for that, we've got another Group 1 there's also plenty of other races to cover um in all the other states uh, as always and interesting it's been a pretty dry and sunny week uh, around the place but uh, a lot of rain forecast for many of the uh, main tracks uh, for Saturday so we could see the racing creep into the soft range at a few so keep an eye on that where i'm going to start uh, we'll start with a few races in melbourne and the racing this weekend there is happening out uh, at Packenham for uh, the Packenham Cup Day. So we'll start with race six at Packenham. It's a 1,200 metre race with no age or gender restriction. I think number five, Serious Suspect, has to go on top. Coming back in class for this and ran a terrific race for third, first up uh, over the 1,200 on Melbourne Cup Day. That's the best form line of any horse coming into this race and I think puts him right in the mix and probably should be winning it. In second, I have one at odds who had absolutely no luck last start, uh, number nine, Enigman. First up last uh, start, he ran a luckless third where he absolutely didn't get a run and if he did he probably would have won that race so uh that race was actually won by excess funds it was a very handy 1200 meter horse so says a bit about how enigman is going and if he does get clear running i think he's right in it so 11 to 1 i think is a bit over the odds for him tomorrow so have him in the mix and number two Tavasan. It's a terrific each way chance uh, was very very good first up and will be better suited here over the 1200 meters they're the three to have in race six into race seven uh this is the packenham cup and a three hundred thousand dollar race this year over 2500 meters and a few good staying types have been entered in this one on top i have the bendigo cup winner number two princess jenny Jockey Jai McNeil is having some sort of a spring in these feature staying races and I think he'll win this one too. She's a winning mare in good form and 24 to 2500 metres is her best distance I reckon. She's the one to beat for sure. Number seven Knight's Order is probably the most consistent winning horse in the field uh, with five wins from his 12 career starts from the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott's stable. I think what really enhances this horse's chances if the track does indeed get out to a bit more of a softer range uh, where he's had two wins from three tries. So it's a tough horse that I think will be in it for a long, long way and have him in second. The other one I'm finding it hard to ignore in the cup is number one, Brimham Rocks. Chris Waller trained Gelding that's been running super consistent at this class for a long time now and I think is really due for a win uh the only negative is probably the top weight of 62 kilos but he's a rock solid fit horse at the moment um deep in the prep and always runs honestly so i think he's a big chance if he can bring his best uh, the next race uh there is a 1400 meter race worth uh dollars dollars for four-year-olds and up and a few really good ones are entered here as they look for a win before the paddock and what I'm going to do, take a risk and pick only one in the race, and that's number five, The Astrologist. Last start, he was a dollar eighty favourite, I think, in a 1,100 metre race and finished second there, where he stormed home to nearly snatch it. it looks like he might be better suited here at uh, this sort of distance range, so they won't leave their charge too late this time, and I reckon uh, he wins, and he wins... Um, well uh at three to one i think is pretty good odds for this horse i think he's got these horses covered so definitely have the astrologist uh in calculations late in the day at packing that's it for melbourne over to adelaide now to look at a few there and the tracks rated currently a good four but could be in the soft five range if the rain comes in adelaide Race 7 is a 2,000 metre event with no uh, class restrictions. The top selection for me is number 4, Retrato. He is the $1.90, $2 favourite. Uh, he's been making very easy work of most horses around Morfortville this spring. Over the 1,600 to 2,000 metre distance, he's been uh, fantastic. Uh, this is right on his distance uh, limit though. Uh, being 2000 meters but his record at the track uh, uh for the spring is just too good to ignore the only question mark is uh the if the rain does come in his six career star, uh wins uh have all come on a good track so if it gets out to a soft rating i think it'll be interesting watch that's for sure so i have him on top by a fair way but won't be surprised to see him drift if the conditions do worsen on the day The only other i'll consider is maybe number three quaffany but only if the conditions worsen he's a stayer for sure second up probably not quite right uh, for this distance yet but his soft track form is very good so keep an eye on the rain and otherwise it's retrato for sure so they're the two to have there race eight at morfettville is a 1050 meter dash with no age or gender restriction the favorite is number two lil contra who won last Wednesday first up at Morfortville over a thousand meters by a nose. She's a good horse, but I reckon is a 20% better horse when first up. So I think she tends to struggle a bit uh, deeper into the preparation. So I think I'm going to have to go against her tomorrow. I'm leaving the favorite out of this one. On top, I like number nine, Little Rich Boy. I think his win over a thousand meters last start was more impressive than Little Contra's. Well, Maybe more dominant and convincing um, is maybe the better words to use. Uh, He won a 1000 meter race on the same day, in a different race of course, and um, looks like he absolutely peaked there. He blew them away, and if he brings that sort of form, brings his best, I think he'll be hard to beat in this one. In second, I like number four, Big Effort. He's uh, first up and has a terrific record uh, when first up, so um, a good track uh, I think uh, that they should get tomorrow, depending on the conditions, I think helps, so uh, another one for the to keep an eye on the conditions to whether or not you load into him or not, but um, it was very hot and dry day in Adelaide today, so it should stay a good four, which will really help uh, big efforts chances. He's four wins from seven starts at um, at uh and over the 1,000 metres. So he's going to be right in it either way and have him as a big chance tomorrow. They're the two I'll have, but if you're having a quaddy, I recommend including number three, Irish Mint. Uh, Irish Mint didn't impress first up uh, last start where um, he ran, I think, uh, she ran, I think, was it ninth or tenth? uh in that race at Lil Contra won. Uh but he's not a first up horse. His best work has always been done uh, with a bit of race fitness and he's very trustworthy when second and third up. So if Irish Mint brings his best uh like he has in the past, I think he's a massive chance and certainly no 16 to 1 shot which he's quoted at, at the moment. So definitely include Irish Mint in your chances to juice up your quaddy. All right, that's it for Adelaide and just want to look at one race at Rose Hill and that's in race eight there. It's a 1350 metre race and a big field's been entered. The reason I want to have a look at this one is because we see the return of number 11, Salika. She's a horse that showed a bit earlier in her career and had a bit of a luckless autumn and winter campaign. Looks like she's found new owners and a change of colours and now running around uh, Sydney. So she's 6 to 1 tomorrow, first up, and I have her on top. She gets the 2 kilo claim, so she has a very light weight and is drawn ideally in Barrier 2. A good fresh horse, so I'll be very interested to see Salika's return and might be having a little bit each way on her there. The other I like in the race is number six, Bring the Ransom. She won her last start at about 15 to 1 over 1,200 metres about three weeks ago. It was an impressive win, and the big plus for Bring the Ransom here, I reckon, is getting out to a bit more distance. 1,350 should suit her a lot more, and if the track does stay in the good range, I think that helps her chances dramatically as well. So have Bring the Ransom in your calculations for that one. All right, that's the only one i look at at Sydney. Now let's cross over to Ascot where the biggest races of the weekend are happening and just want to look at a couple there. Starting with race seven, it's a group three over 1,400 metres and a very, very nice field's been entered. Parky is on number 10 Celebrity Queen and I'm putting her well on top. She's building a terrific career record and I dare say come the spring uh, next year, I think they'll be targeting group ones with her uh, over the border in Melbourne and Sydney um that's how good she's going she gets conditions to suit her tomorrow she loves it fast and firm underfoot and gets into barrier seven so shouldn't get trapped on the fence which i think would have been her only undoing that won't happen i think she shapes to get the run of the race and will win this by a couple of lengths so In second, I'll put in number nine, Flirtini. She's the next best horse in the race. I'm not giving much of a chance to anything else in it. Just a question whether Flirtini can match it with Celebrity Queen when the whips are cracking. The thing working against Flirtini is that she has a very similar racing pattern to that of Celebrity Queen. They both like to drop back and swoop on them late. I think Celebrity Queen has just too good a turn a foot and i think that'll show tomorrow the only thing that'll help flirtini get over the line i reckon if something goes wrong for celebrity queen so you never know uh, but they're the two to have okay to the feature of the day and that's in race eight the group one kingston town classic over 1800 meters the real final group one of the year and a huge field's been entered in it here 19 in the race and it's going to be on for young and old on top I have uh, number four, Too Close to the Sun, and in second, number 12, Inspirational Girl. It's the same thing I did uh, for the Group 1 Railway Stakes, uh, uh, was it about a fortnight ago, and uh, got the Quinella there, but I got it the wrong way around. At that race, inspirational girl was electric running down too close to sun who had just too much, too much work to do early in the race and out of a super wide barrier and had to burn too much petrol. Over the 1800 metres tomorrow, I reckon too close to sun can turn the tables on her he gets a much more favourable barrier here in number ten, and Inspirational Girl has been the unlucky one tomorrow and drawn in barrier eighteen. So that's where the tables turn. Too Close to Sun was backing up one week into that Railway Stakes Group One as well, where he's had a two-week break for this race. So that is an also big tick, uh, also a big tick for him. I think it's brewing for another classic contest between these two horses. I think they'll quinella the race, um, but the result will flip. Too close to sun on top, and inspirational girl in second. In third, I think you have to give a red hot chance to number 16, Watch Me Dance. This three-year-old filly has won her last two starts over 1,600 metres, and I'm glad to see her entered in the group one race here. I think she's up to it. Obviously a step up in class but she drew barrier 5 and gets in on only just 50 kilos on the back. So it's no weight to carry and I think she'll easily get the 1800 metres with that weight. I like her and putting her in for multiples for sure. So too close to sun to win the group 1. Inspirational girl in 2nd and watch me dance in 3rd. That's it for this weekend. Best of luck if you're having a bet and as always happy punting.